This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I hope you guys are doing wonderful. I hope you're all doing wonderful. Um, today we're going to talk about the cross. The cross. We've seen the cross many places. You know, we've seen it on churches. We've seen it all around people's necks. We've seen it on flyers, you know, we've seen it, you know, in different places. Um, and it really is a symbol of, in, well, in the Christian, as a, in the um, Christianity is a symbol of what Jesus did for us, right? What Jesus, uh, when Jesus died on the cross and, you know, paid the price for us, as we've discussed in previous episodes. Um, and the cross know it's as we've seen it it's it's horizontal and it's a uh, vertical right it's placed on this like you know it's two sides right and one thing that i've come to understand about the cross is that the cross is so um it, it horizontally it goes so wide that nobody can go around it and it goes so deep and so high that nobody can go over it or underneath it meaning that the cross is there for Anybody and everybody. Everybody and anybody. You may ask, well, I've, I've done the worst thing. I've done evil. I've done this. I've done that. It does not matter. It does not matter. The cross is for everybody. And when you come to Jesus Christ, he does not remember. When, he for, when you accept him as your Lord and Savior, ask him to forgive you. He does not remember your sins anymore. He has forgiven you and he has forgotten it and he has washed you clean. Right? The world may try to remind you of who you once were, but you have assurance that Jesus has forgiven you and he doesn't even remember. <laughs> he doesn't because he sees you as a brand new creature. Right? The Bible says that um, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right? But all I've seen, I've come to know the glory of God. And then the Bible says so there's that um I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna misquote this wrong. Um give me one second. Um yeah, second Corinthians five or seventeen says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, if you're giving your life to Christ, if you're in Christ, as Jesus told us, he was in the Father. And he said that if we come to him, we can go to the Father and we can be in the Father, right? He said, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things are new. All things are become new. Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away, old things, old things, all the old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now, you may have to face the consequences of anything that you have done, but guess what? You're brand new. You're brand new. You're brand new. And Jesus, God doesn't remember your sin. The world may remind you every day, but I want you to rest assured that you are forgiven. You have been forgiven. You have been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. We will talk about it another day. But we're talking about the cross. Now, as if you're already a Christian, you're already a child of God who has a relationship with God, you know 
by being a Christian, um, is not an easy road because the cross as a symbol is very offensive. Very offensive. The cross is very offensive to many people and for many, many reasons. Because the cross came to save. And the devil didn't know that putting Jesus on the cross was really the um, the thing that was going to save us all. Was really the redemption power. Was really what was going to put an end to his work. You know, of killing, slaying, and destroying. Right? The cross... It means freedom. It means salvation. It's a symbol of reconciliation. It's a it's a it's a symbol of redemption. It's a symbol of um, of something new, right? Of something very brand new. And Jesus came and died on that cross. And um, when we look at the when Jesus, and that in the story. Of the Bible, I say a story because when they tell us the story, the writers of the Bible, through the help of the Holy Spirit, when they tell us the story of how Jesus died on the cross, it was a very brutal death. It was called the Roman scourge, and you know, after he was sold by his uh, disciple Judas, um, they beat him. You know, because he said he was the King of the Jews. Jesus, now Jesus had not done anything wrong. He had not done anything wrong. And Jesus knew he was going to die in this way. But he had not done anything wrong. He came to do it for us. Now, he was taken, you know, to Portifar. You know, he washed his hands off of it. You understand? Um, he said that, yeah, you can go crucify him. The people um, in the nation at that time said, no, we don't want Jesus. We want the thief. We want Barnabas. And I encourage you to go read on, on the story of the cross and how Jesus died you know, a little more in depth. He said, they said, we want Barnabas. We don't want, we want the sinner. We want the thief. We don't want Jesus who had done nothing, who had been holy. Now, Jesus knew that he had to do this. He was taking the sins of the world upon his shoulders. He carried it on his shoulders so that we could be free just for us. Whew, which is really amazing to me. Now, they took Jesus. They beat him. You know, people spit on him as he walked across the, you know, the place. They beat him 39 strokes. That's why the Bible says by his stripes we are healed. 39 stripes of Cain. They put a thorn of crowns on his head. I mean, they beat him brutally. Brutally. Not just with, with whips. With whips that had, like, um, nails, basically. So every time they would hit his body, they would scratch, you know, they would basically pull off his flesh. Um, and they pierced his side, you know, and I think, you know, that's around, I don't know what that part of the body is, but they pierced, they pierced his side. And, you know, it's a really, you know, I'm, I'm sure some of us have seen this in movies. Some of us have seen it um, in pictures, but really the the pictures that we see really just you know um, dignified Jesus Christ, you know, um, because he was really naked. Jesus died naked. They beat him brutally, beaten. Thirty years old, thirty three year old man, 
walking naked up and down this he walked up not up and down he walked up got the tar to where he was gonna die on the cross and he and after they beat him you know he had to walk um um, up Golgotha in shame as the people saw him and shouted and said crucify him and spit on him and you know rejoicing that he was going to die on the cross and he walked Golgotha he walked up with the cross on his shoulders in pain in 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 brutal pain this was not any nice thing. This was not just a beating with a belt. It was, or any, I mean, any form of beating is painful, but to be put a thorn of crown on your head, to be, you know, pierced with nails, pierced on the side, even when he was on the cross. And then after he got up there, they nailed his hands to the cross. They nailed it. They didn't tie his hands to the cross. They put a nail through his hand. And through his legs, they nailed him on the cross. Now, he had to die on the tree. Because as we have discussed in the past episode of how, you know, the tree of good uh, knowledge of, uh, the tree of um, knowledge, good and evil, you know, is what we ate from as um, Adam and Eve and which was brought sin to the world. But in order for Jesus, God to reconcile us back to him, he had to, you know, Set, let Jesus die on a tree because it says curses the man who dies on a tree right so that he, he that's just, that the cross can be the symbol of the tree of life that was taken away from us when we ate from the tree of knowledge and good of evil and now giving us another choice that yes even though that was that had happened I've come to reconcile you back to the father and now you can come to me and eat from the tree of life. And you can have life if you come to me. Because I am the way, the truth, and the life. The cross. The cross. The cross. The cross. The cross is not just a symbol that we flash around. Or that we put on the on, the, on our churches and stuff like that. But it was a symbol of God's crucifixion. It was a symbol of the great and mighty thing Jesus did for us. At the cross, he carried all the sins of the world. Every sin that you could ever think of. No sin is greater than any other sin. It's not. It is not. He carried every sin. Fornication. Killing. Murder. Lying. Stealing. Deception. Lust, <laughs> killing, stealing, lying. Someone that was lived on the earth so pure, who did nothing wrong, took up all our sins, all our sins, all our sins. He suffered for our sake. He took all our sins and went through that, 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 that um, brutal Roman scourge died to us my goodness Paul describes in Philippians 2 you know how the uniqueness of how Jesus died 
He said, being very careful in the nature of God, made himself nothing and humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. On the cross. On the cross. Jesus took it all. He was the son of God. Why couldn't he just save himself? Right? But in order for us to be reconciled back to God, Jesus had to pay that price. Jesus had to pay that price. Jesus had to pay that price. Jesus had to die on that cross. The cross really shows us that our sins are really serious. That sin is so terrible. The cross really showed us a deeper meaning of what we were before Jesus came and paid that price. If not, we would all have to keep sacrificing lambs or we would all have to go and die on the cross again. But Jesus came to take that all away. He had to come and take it all away. It's truly amazing. And that is just to show us the love that Jesus had across God for us. It really shows us the depth of Jesus' love as innocent. Imagine you have not done anything, but yet you're accused of every single thing. Every single thing. He took the pain, took the humiliation, he took the punishment in front of the whole world, basically. This one who was pure and pure did nothing. But that's why the Bible says that he was the righteous lamb. He was the pure lamb of God that came to take the sin away of the world. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I want you to really think about that. Jesus came for you. He took the went on that cross. He took all your sins. He took all the things that you've ever done in this life and said, you are forgiven. And said, I will take it up die for you. I will carry the weight of the sins on my shoulder and cleanse you. This is a sacrifice that I'm paying for you. And if you come to me once and for all, as I have come to this world to save you, the main reason why Jesus came was to save us to seek for us and to save us. And that's why he died on the cross. And that's why the cross is such a powerful symbol of God's love. Of God's love. If you'd like to know Jesus and you've heard all the things that he's done and how he paid it for you, he took all the sin, all the pain away for you, all the sickness away. If you come to him, he will give you rest. Come to him. Your life will be made whole. You have life. And you have it abundantly. I want you to repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. And I admit I am a sinner. Forgive me. Save my soul. And wash me clean.
He's your precious blood. I believe you're the son of God. And you died and rose again. I open the door of my heart and ask you to come in. And take over my life. I want to trust you. And follow you. As my Lord and Savior. Amen. Father, we thank you for your children who have come to you today. Um, to say that they're your or very own. And we ask that you just be with them and protect them. And even as they're giving their life to Christ, let them feel your presence wherever they are and feel your love, embracing them and wrapping them in, in your arms because you are God. Thank you for saving them and for making them whole. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.